Meridian Health is taking care of New Jersey. We proudly present Meridian Physician Podcasts. Here's Bill Klaproth. Losing weight is a personal and ongoing struggle for so many with critical decision points that require support, particularly the choice to have bariatric surgery. My guest today is Dr. Jonathan Rich, bariatric surgeon with Meridian Health. Dr. Rich, thanks so much for being on with us today. Bariatric surgery is the umbrella for different weight loss procedures. Can you start by explaining that to us? Uh, Yes, I can. Well, thanks for having me too, Bill. Uh, It's a pleasure to be talking to you. Um, The Bariatric surgery really just encompasses, it's the, the fancy term for anything to be done regarding to weight. So uh, when we're talking about bariatric surgery, we are talking about weight loss surgery and the different procedures that it encompasses. And what are those uh, main procedures that fall under bariatric surgery? I know there's gastric bypass and others. Can you quickly explain those to us? Yeah, and uh, it's it's interesting because it's it's a rapidly evolving field. Uh, it's certainly come a long way in the past 20 years. Uh, about 15 years ago, the main thing was the gastric bypass, and everybody uh, that was getting these surgeries done 15 years ago was was certainly getting a gastric bypass done. Uh, there were a couple of other surgeries that were also being done, but not with as good of a result. And then. What really happened is the gastric bypass was the main surgery for um, probably about seven or eight years, and then the gastric band devices became a better product. And when the gastric band became a better product, we started to get a similar result with the gastric bands that people were getting with the gastric bypasses, but it was a lot less invasive. So uh, us from our practice, we started to see a lot of patients that, we're coming in and saying, I don't want the big major surgery. I'd rather have a gastric band because it's potentially reversible and uh, the results were also uh, very good with the gastric band devices. And then we've even seen a, another big change in the field in the past three years because three years ago, uh, this new procedure called a sleeve gastrectomy was actually insurance approved and uh, that's when we began to do a lot of these gastric sleeve procedures, which uh, from our practice is by and large the leading procedure right now that people are getting is the gastric sleeve procedure. So out of those three, how do you determine what fits a potential patient the best? That's a great question. The way that we work it is we're we're a group that really uh, emphasizes educating our patients. So when someone comes in to ask us exactly that question and and says, well, what do you think is going to work best for me? We sit down with that patient and we review the different surgery options. And if someone has in their mind what they, they think they want, a lot of times the patients are very savvy nowadays and do a lot of the research on their own. But really, we answer all the finer points of the the procedures. And we're a group that really believes that uh, really there's no one-size-fits-all. Everybody has their own individual personality and idea of what they think is going to work best for them. And we think that that's a a great starting point. And uh, we then explain the risks and benefits. And the patients make an educated decision on what really seems like is going to be the, the best procedure for them. Now, that being said, the sleeve gastrectomy procedure that I mentioned at, at the end really is, is leading the way now because it's a lot better option than a gastric bypass uh, procedure just because it's less of a surgery. And we're getting 
a lot of uh, excellent results with it because it's really now showing to be the only surgery that is actually working on appetite specifically. So the people that are getting the sleeve procedure are actually seeing a reduction in hunger levels, which really makes dieting easy. So the sleeve is now one of the main procedures. Uh, it is, uh, again, a stomach stapling procedure, very similar to uh, a gastric bypass, but you don't reroute intestines uh, with the sleeve procedure. The gastric banding procedure uh, is still being done. It's just being done to a lesser extent. And some patients really still like the fact that with the gastric band system, they can have it removed if they want it removed. And so that I don't think will ever go away. We always have some patients that are getting gastric bands done, and uh, really, if it's working well for that patient, then uh, they, they can do well with it long-term as well. It's interesting how the uh, bariatric surgery is evolving through time here. So now, who is a good candidate for one of the bariatric surgery procedures? So the candidates, it's really anybody struggling with their weight, and it's usually a slow, gradual process. Uh, there's some insurance restrictions. By and large, we try to uh, work with insurance companies for doing all of these surgeries. And uh, the insurance companies right now have a restriction limit. Uh, part of the issue is these these insurance requirements have not been changed in 20 years. And so what we, as a, as a society for the weight loss surgery, we would love to see the day when people that are 50 pounds overweight can still become eligible for these surgeries because they're doing so much good nowadays. And people that are 50 pounds overweight with diabetes and get a surgery done could still see a complete resolution of their diabetes. So, but in the time being, we're stuck with the insurance requirements, they're pretty strict that you need to have a body mass index of 35. And if somebody has a body mass index of 35, it's really a ratio of their weight to their height. And uh, they put it in a little equation there, and people can just check that on their, on their cell phones. If you just type in BMI, you can actually check your weight and height and see what body mass index you are. Uh, if your body mass index is 35, you're about 70 pounds over an ideal body weight range. And so that will qualify for surgery with an associated medical problem. And a lot of times in, these are different per insurance carrier, but if someone has high blood pressure or diabetes or sleep apnea and they have a body mass index of 35, they will oftentimes qualify for the surgery. If someone has a body mass index of 40, which is about 100 pounds overweight, that automatically qualifies for patients for these surgeries. And let's talk about the procedure itself. This sounds like it's not an inpatient type of a thing. This is still fairly major surgery, correct? Uh, these are uh, they're big surgeries done through small incisions. So nowadays we do everything laparoscopically, which is using these uh, tiny little instruments. Most of the incisions are about one centimeter in size. So uh, by and large, it's... Um, never been a better time than now to get these surgeries done because we're able to do them all through these tiny little incisions. The internal work, people don't really feel. There's no nerve endings inside. So that's why they're so well tolerated. Even people that get a sleeve gastrectomy or a gastric bypass or the band, the same night of surgery, they're up and walking around in the halls the same night. So they're not, uh, nobody's, um, laid out for a whole week's time in bed and recovering like people that have these surgeries done by the next day everybody's walking around and doing things and we usually recommend about uh, three or four days until people start driving and once they're over their initial soreness so there there really is a 
fast recovery associated with the procedures. And uh, within just a couple of weeks' time, uh, usually we recommend for all of these, we recommend just taking only about a week off of work for the basic recovery. And most patients by about that time are able to go back to work and uh, resume normal activity levels. And once they do resume that after surgery, how important is it that the person follow a healthy diet? It's not like, hey, I have the band. I can eat whatever I want now, right? So talk to me about that. Yes. So this is where dietitians become very important. Uh, We all understand, uh, you know, if I have a patient that's uh, 60 years old and getting one of these weight loss surgeries done, that person is not going to snap of the fingers, start doing new dietary habits and techniques. These are people's habits that they've had with them their whole lives. So the way that everyone approaches food is a gradual change. And we never expect anybody to have a surgery and automatically do things different. And that's where, uh, from our practice, we have a very uh, strong dietitian uh, presence so that when anybody comes in to see the physician, they can also sit down with a dietitian for 20 minutes just to go over their dietary patterns. And the best thing about uh, doing that is really everyone is an individual. So people have different likes and dislikes. And if you tell someone to follow a diet that they don't like, they're not going to follow it. So you really have to mold the diet per that patient. And then the education really stems towards trying to eat healthier food types, trying to understand the difference of food types and what proteins do for the body and how uh, protein-focused diets are typically the better way to go. So we really have a a strong dietitian presence to educate the patients, and it's an ongoing thing. It's something that really five years after surgery, a patient can still come back to the office and sit down with a dietitian at any point they get some extra questions. So diet and exercise is still very important after bariatric surgery. Let me ask I you this, say doc- diet's Dr. Rich. more important. Yeah. Yes, the exercise okay. is something we don't actually recommend until the weight comes down. So with the with the exercise um, and activity levels, somebody that's 100 pounds overweight, if they try to run right into a gym, the chance of them having a, an injury related with the extra weight and stresses and strains is pretty high. So our, our main goal is weight loss first and exercise second. Uh, That said, we do recommend just simply a daily walking program so that anybody that is able to and is not suffering from really bad joint pains, just doing a 10 to 20 minute walk on a daily basis really does a lot for uh, increasing the heart rate and uh, really helping the weight come off more quickly. Dr. Rich, thanks so much for your time today. You are listening to Physician Podcast with Meridian Health. For more information, please visit meridianhealth.com. That's meridianhealth.com. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.